We're yeah. live. Yes, sir. We cool. <laughs> but shit, let's just talk about, I mean, what you be doing on a daily basis type shit, because shit, you say you're a sophomore. Yeah. You be doing your thing. You be doing shit. Explain, actually, just tell them what you be doing. Man, it's you know, everything. I be doing photography, art, writing, producing, just, you know, a lot of creative shit, you feel me? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's kind of, that's it, really. And so what What made you get into all that? Like, was it just out of nowhere? Like, what age were you? Because you're, you're only a sophomore, so yeah. what's that, like, 15. 16, 15, 15, 15 16, type yeah. shit? So, like, yeah, because I feel like a lot of people, I feel like that's in your age group, probably mm-hmm. ain't even really be doing the shit that you be doing. Yeah. So, yeah, like, what, what made you get into it? I mean, I've always been good at art. Like, I, my, my pops used to say from birth, I had a paintbrush in my hand. So I've always been hella good at art. And then as I got older, I kind of progressed into more different forms of media. I remember when I hit eighth grade, I met one of my mentors, OGMPAA. Mm-hmm. And he taught me, like, he kind of helped me, introduce me to the world of photography, producing, you know, mm-hmm. shit like that. Because the first job I, I ever did for him was a cover art. It was shitty as hell, but I, st- <laughs> but I, still, yeah. I still did it. Absolutely. And then from that point, he sent me to studios across, uh, all across Seattle uh, with, um, uh, what's his name? Man, I feel so bad. I forgot. What studio? Is it? Which one? Uh, he took me to Preston Studio, uh, P Mix oh, Studio, yeah, All yeah, Pacific. Yeah. And then yeah. he took me to uh, Sendai Mike. That's his name. Yeah. Sendai Mike, yeah, I know, bro. I did a podcast with him. Shit. Like, last yeah, year he took me to his studio. He's cool. He took me, like, all over, you know. Uh-huh. And then eventually from Pa, I met some more artists. And, I've, and from when I met the new artists, they took me to studios of, like, Grammy winning, record producing, like, type mm-hmm. of. Some big ass ones, huh? Big ass studios type yeah. shit. So, you know, I've kind of just been doing my thing since then and perfecting my craft each and every time. And then so like When was that Was that before Or after I first seen you And met you Cause like The first time I If Cuddies don't know I met bro What show was it It was in it Tacoma was, Yeah it was the Outside CNN show With uh, Yellow Yeah It was that one So mm-hmm. Yeah what's the backstory On that like How'd you get tapped in, in Over there Man it's, it, So When I met Pa I met one of my Good friends Axel Mm -hmm. He's a photographer From Seattle too He's I think he's in California Right now But he was supposed To be uh, Shooting for the show That that Yellow was at here Mm -hmm. Yellow's hosting But his flight got delayed So he texted you Like hey My young dude Tarzan Drew He he can Mm -hmm. come through Shoot the bitch So Mm -hmm. that's kind of What happened And I I linked up With Yellow I call her my aunt Yellow Cause Mm -hmm. you know what I mean Like that's what I call it For real And from that point on, I just been stacking and stacking and stacking, and mm-hmm. shit, my life's been going up since then. Oh God, I mean, shit, I remember. I think, yeah, the first time I seen you, were you were in that back room. I was, I pulled up because I pulled up with Chris City, mm-hmm. pulled up type shit, boom, 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 and I think we were just doing interviews type shit. We we're like, fuck it, you want to do an interview? Yeah. And then you said you were only like, you were, <laughs> yeah, you were probably like a freshman at that time, huh? Yeah, I was mad. <laughs> type <laughs> shit. So, no, yeah, and. Did you say you were um, you lived out in Florida or some shit? Yeah, I'm from Florida originally. Then I moved up here. Oh, really? shit, but I, I definitely miss home. But you know, up here is a lot more opportunity. I would say. Got you, got you. Yeah. So what part of Florida? Tampa. I'm a three five two baby. That's like how far from Miami? That's like three hours. Three hours. Yeah. yeah it's no, definitely I, a drive. No, yeah. Cause I, shit, the first time I went to Miami was this year with bro. Mm. That shit was crazy. So I was like, fuck, I might have to double back to Tampa. I might let you know. I'll be like, hey, let's, let's get to Tampa or some shit. Yeah, Miami's <laughs> yeah. definitely a party city for sure. For oh, sure. Oh, God. Oh, God. So after, um, after that one event, outside looking in, mm. that one event. So what was like, shit, yeah, what, what you been up to after that? Because you say you've been going uh, to shows, you've been going to studios and all that. But like, shit. I guess, like, what are you trying to do? Like, Personally, on at this I mean, time, I'm gonna answer the first question. Though. Got you, got you, got you. So after when I, I was at the outside looking in show, I met Ill Chris again. So the first time I met Ill Chris, it was at my at my friend's uh, like album release party. We hosted at Art Travel Studios. Got you, got you. That was the first like that was the first time I met I met Chris. Mm-hmm. And then at the at the show at Tacoma, I met him again. I was like, hey bro, I'm, give me a chance. I'm really trying to. I was basically like advertising myself like let's let's work. I mm-hmm. really got the talent. I'm young. I got potential. Yeah. He was like, all right, bet. So then from that point. He kind of like, he wasn't answering me, right? I get it. He, he's, he's busy. He works with all these big artists like Yee, yeah, Baby, yeah, yeah. and Drake and shit. So I was like, it's cool. And then uh, I, I remember I was in, I think it was like my fifth period class, my freshman year. I didn't, I was skipping. I did not feel like going to class, mm-hmm. learning about biology and shit. I, mm-hmm. I skipped class. I was sitting in the lunchroom with my girl at the time. Yeah. And I hear my phone buzz. 
I'm like, what the hell? Who's texting my phone? My phone was mad dry. No one really knew how I was. No one like knew what I did, mm-hmm. what I did and shit. So it was very dry. Yeah. And then I see Ill Chris text me. I was like, oh shit, Ill Chris. Like, he, he responded back to me. Uh-huh. And he was like, hey, Drew, man, I got this big show. Can you shoot it? I was like, yeah, for sure. What's the show? I thought it was going to be like another like, low life, not low life, but underground show. I think yeah. it was anything serious. He's like, Key Glock. I was like, oh shit, it's Key Glock mm-hmm. show. That was the first show I shot. Yeah. He, I, I went to our travel studios right after school. I didn't even have time to change clothes. Like, uh-huh. And it was bad because I, I went through the show in my PJs, bro. I went through the show in my PJs. I was wearing oh, some Christmas pajamas. And uh-huh. it was like, oh, white uh, champion hoodie mm-hmm. it was bad but then I got to the show like everything I thought I already knew about the industry completely changed like mm-hmm. I, that show was crazy the fans were hyped music mm-hmm. was hyped everything was the performance Kiglock did his thing when he was performing too mm-hmm. and once the show was over we uh we went to the green rooms and like the green room was crazy mm-hmm. I felt so weird cause like what's this 15 year old kid doing backstage all these like rich ass millionaires and shit mm-hmm. like what am I doing here gotcha. uh, but yeah that was that was the first show after uh, I started looking at it. And then from that point, it was a boogie show. Mm-hmm. It was uh, Currency. It was all these arena tours, these arena shows. And it was mm-hmm. it was crazy. So that's that's pretty much what happened afterward. Got you. And what was your favorite out of all of them? Definitely a boogie, bro. <laughs> Definitely a boogie. I, mean, I, I was in fifth period again. Like, mm-hmm. I think a month later it was, mm-hmm. my, 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 my quote-unquote manager texted me, and he was like, hey, bro, we got this A-Boogie show. Let's, like, we should finish slide. Mm-hmm. I was like, hell yeah. I left school instantly. I ran home, changed clothes. Not my, not my pajamas this time. <laughs> he said, I, I learned from last time. <laughs> yeah, right? I learned from last time. Uh-huh. And we went to the show. It was crazy. I remember I was walking up to the, it was at Wamu Theater. It was my first time being here, so it was hella packed. Mm-hmm. I think Wamu holds like 8,000 people. Mm-hmm. It was hella. That's pretty, yeah, it's pretty yeah. big, though. Uh, so in the middle, there's like, there's like the private security. And then on one side, there was 4,000 people. Mm-hmm. On the other side, there was not 4,000 people. Yeah. I'm just walking, skipping the line. I felt like so on top of the world at that point. I'm walking in. No one like, they're like, what is this kid doing? Like, why is he? Yeah. Yeah. They're like, what the fuck? So yeah. then we got into the venue. We got our passes. And I tell you, I was like starstruck. Like, it's my first time being here. I was a 15-year-old kid. Like, what am I? I still am 15, but I was like, what am I doing here? Yeah. And then we got to the green rooms. We're just chilling. There's hella snacks and food. It's like mm-hmm. basically when you see those documentaries on her artists or like in the backstage, that's how it felt yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, type shit. And then I walked out the corner and there was a whole buffet, bro. There was like turkey, meat, lettuce. There was like every type of food you want is mm-hmm. right there in the buffet. And I was just rubbing down. That mm-hmm. show was crazy. Hella people from my school was at that show too. So they saw me on stage. That's when that's they really great. knew what I did type shit. Cause uh-huh. they're like, oh shit, I just seen him in a math class and now he's on stage right boogie. Mm-hmm. So that was definitely, it was fun as hell. Gotcha. I enjoyed that show. Oh, that sounds filthy as fuck. I mean, shit, being 15 years old, pulling up to a boogie shoot, skipping the line, everybody's yeah. looking at you crazy as shit, and then you just get to be on stage, and shit. I bet that shit was, that shit was active, huh? It was hella active, bro. Because I think, fuck, a boogie. I don't even think I've seen a boogie ever. Yeah, I don't think I ever watched him. So this, was his, this was his first show back in Seattle. I think his last show at Showbox or something got shot up. So this was his first time oh, coming shit. back to Seattle. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. Like, I'm so like blessed to be in this position I am. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I really, I'm really thankful. And like, but the A Boogie show, man, I would kill anything to go back to that memory. Like, that's that was a fire show. Shit. So would you say that was the best like memory so far this year? Almost definitely. 2023, it, like, it just started off going up and up and up, and I'm so excited for the end of the year. I don't yeah. know what's going to happen. Oh, God. Just, you just got to keep the ball rolling, keep it going, keep it going, and yeah. shit. Sooner or later, you're going to look around, you're going to be like, how the fuck did I get here? Exactly, <laughs> like, bro. Exactly. And so, so starting 2022, like, did it go past the like, expectations you had? Oh, for sure. Because, so, did you start this I guess, like, the whole, like, photography and everything. I would say I've always been tapped in with art and creativity, and that's, mm-hmm. like, that's something I always knew how to do. But I think most definitely 2023 is mm-hmm. when I really started to pop off and do my thing for sure. Gotcha, gotcha. Because 2023, that was, I think I was still in eighth grade in 2023. I think, no. I don't know. But I know 2023 is when I really started doing this shit, like, for mm-hmm. sure, and, like, really getting into my emotion for real. Gotcha, gotcha. And then, so, do you got any, like, you said you had a mentor, yeah, I have, I have quite a few actually. Got you, and then so how'd you get tapped in with them? And I mean, how that work? The mentors, like how I got Pod was my first mentor to be my mentor. One of my friends from eighth grade, I know since like sixth grade for a minute. Mm-hmm. He put me on to because he used to hoop with him in uh, the public courts mm-hmm. in Lake City. 
So, you know, he put me on with him. And then from that moment, then I met Il Chris. Then mm-hmm. I met OG Mambo, OG Chando, and 250 The Gift. Like, the, the last four people in, in particular, like Il Chris, OG Mambo, OG Chando, and The Gift, those are, like, my top, like, mentors of all people. Got you, got you. And what would you say are some, like, important things to remember, at least in in the business that you're in? I know you're... You're yeah. kind of fresh in this, but yeah. you probably learned something, at least, you know, from them. Or It's uh, be kind to yourself, man, because mm-hmm. you, you jump in the game thinking, like, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. You, you can plan steps, like, all day long, mm-hmm. but I think if you don't have faith and if you don't believe in yourself and are not kind to yourself, you're not going to get to where you need to be. I know for me, like, I'm a heavy believer in God, mm-hmm. and I let him fortify my steps every, every step I take. Mm-hmm. So by me trusting in him, I was able to get to where I'm supposed to be, mm-hmm. but, like, Really, for, uh, for sure. Like, if I wasn't kind of myself, like, okay, it's okay that you're not doing this, you're not doing this, it takes mm-hmm. time, I would not also be here because if you're not kind of yourself, then you're not going to believe in yourself to go farther. Yeah, that's right. And shit, I mean, I feel like you got to give more respect to yourself because shit, being 15 years old, doing the things you're doing, bro, like, I feel like not a lot of kids are doing that. Mm-hmm. Like, you see people at your school doing the shit you're doing? Hell no, I'm man. Saying. Hell no. And that's like, I say it's a good thing, too, because it's like, bro, you're taking the risks that's needed to for you to mm-hmm. further your career or get to the place that you want to be at. So props for that, bro. Like, keep on doing what you're doing. Keep on doing for that because, sure. shit, shit, a couple of years from now, like, let's say, like, two more years. Mm-hmm. You don't know where you're going to be at. Shit, you might be, you might be all backstage everywhere shit, else, you know, type of shit. So, yeah. Nah, that's dope as fuck. And then, so, let's go back to some personal goals that you got for yourself right now. Mm-hmm. Or, like, I guess, like, what are you personally trying to um, achieve just by before 2023 ends like before I know? mean before before the year ends I'm not I'm just trying to master my craft even more I'm trying to get better at producing training mm-hmm. my ear you know getting more like high-ender clients I say because yeah I love the underground I love you know because where I came from type shit mm-hmm. but in order for me to make it to the next step I'm gonna have to be shooting for more like high-ender like high-end clients mm-hmm. so I'm trying to shoot some more for some bigger some bigger artists mm-hmm. that'd be cool I want to produce for a few more big artists as well gotcha. but I know a lot of my goals I have right now they're all long term so they're gonna reach into 2024 and not really you know the end of 2023 gotcha gotcha and so what'd you pick up first photography or producing I picked up like Everything in general, I picked up art first. Art, so like yeah. I started drawing. I think when I was like two years old, type shit. I was selling my paintings to family for like fifty cents, bro. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, I was, I already, yeah, I was right? hustling already. <laughs> I was really, I started off painting at first, and then third grade hit. I was that's when I really. So third grade hit, I started writing novels, like eighty page books and shit. God damn. Um, they were ads. Like they were just ads. writing though, or like you... typing and shit. Oh, typing and shit. Yeah, I was That's typing true. like books, like eighty page, forty page novels. They were terrible, but at least I was writing shit. Yeah. Fourth grade hit. That's when I started taking art more seriously. I was like selling my art to kids in class, mm-hmm. and that was that was in fourth grade. Fifth grade hit. I kind of stopped being creative for like a fat. For like fifth grade, I want to say sixth grade. That's when I stopped. Like I didn't create at all. I just mm-hmm. felt. So lack of motivation, I didn't do shit. Mm-hmm. My seventh grade here, yeah, it was COVID. So, like, I was in middle school still, and I was at home. I didn't have nothing to do, so I was like, fuck it, I'm going to write a book. Mm-hmm. So I wrote a 300-page novel. I published it on Amazon. Uh-huh. I was in seventh grade. That shit, I mean, it was cool, but it looked kind of ass. So I took it off Amazon. I mean, shit, bro. Like, you're doing things that <laughs> I don't think the average cutty would do. Like, think about it. Like, yeah. bro, to even say you wrote a novel, bro, yeah, that's filthy as fuck. And then eighth grade hit, and that's when I started taking shit serious. I was drawing again. I was mm-hmm. getting into photography and music, and I was really just, like, stacking my ground and shit, so. Gotcha. Yeah. And so, where'd you learn that off? Of? Just, like, did you search on Google how Myself, to do this? Myself, bro. Like, I'm all self-taught. Like, with everything I went through, it's always trial and error. Mm-hmm. Like, I would definitely say I didn't take help from a lot of people at first mm-hmm. because I want to do it myself. I want to have, like, that come-up story, like, oh, shit. <laughs> I was in the city doing anything by mm-hmm. myself. Like, mm-hmm. and then I realized, like, okay, you need a village. You need people to help you grow. So mm-hmm. then I, I found my mentors and stuff. But yeah. majority, I'm all self-taught. Like, producing, I had, like, again, Tufati the Gift, man. He really helped me. Like, he not only signed me to his label, but he also helped me with producing. And then mm-hmm. everything else, I kind of just came naturally. Yeah. That's filthy as fuck, bro. I mean, because I feel like at least for the generation that already had, like, YouTube and Google and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like I was, I was still part of that generation. But I feel like you gotta be smarter than everybody else, bro. Like if you want to learn some shit, go on Google, click that shit, mm-hmm. search it up. Cause Thanks. I mean, like, shit, you could really learn anything that you want in this world right now. Cause That's like, so shit, true. you say twenty years before, like at least like say two thousand, 
the yeah. internet wasn't where it was at type shit. So like anybody that's listening, make sure you're doing the right steps, just like Tarzan. Cause fuck, bro. Cuddy's just like like he was saying he wanted to be self-made in the beginning, but now he found out that it takes a village. But even even to have that, oh he you know you took the time mm-hmm. eighth grade during or like during COVID type shit. You're like fuck it, I'm gonna just pick up some random shit. Boom boom boom. And you got it, and then now look at where you're at. So you really don't know, you know, type hey, shit. You don't know, you don't know. But what are some things that, like, helped you push yourself, like, when it came to, like, just hitting those, you know, like a like a wall? Like, you're like, fuck, I don't, I'm not even Man, it's, do this no more type shit. Or? Just seeing where I came from. Like, I'm from a small-ass town in Florida. Like, I'm from the States for, like, a small-ass town that not many people have heard of. And it's like, thank I was just there when my mom moved me out that town because it was bad and she wanted to give me a better life, so she moved me out there. So, like, what would I be like? What, what, I, what would I look like giving up my dreams when my mom sacrificed so much just to get me out of there, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So whenever I feel like I'm motivated, I either, like, talk to God or I just think about, like, think about so much, think about the future, think about what my working is going to do for me, mm-hmm. and I just, like, get back to working, mm-hmm. so. Uh, it's filthy. That's a filthy way to just... Look at life though, because mm-hmm. I feel like not a lot of people got that mindset. And shit, with that mindset, shit, you can go anywhere, really. Just keep on looking towards, like, you know, the good side in life. Mm-hmm. Shit, next thing you know, shit, all these blessings can come your way. Real deal, real. That's the plan. That's the plan. Oh, God. And so, let's talk about producing. Mm-hmm. What you be uh, producing off of? Logic. I use Logic. Logic. I'm a Logic <laughs> so kid. So you see this shit, yeah. you like, oh, it's good. <laughs> yeah, I'm, okay. I'm a Logic kid. Got you. And then so, what do you think about like what's what's your opinions on all the other dogs? Man. Like you got beef with like <laughs> low key a little bit low key because I started on FL Studio uh-huh. I started clicking in like I was clicking my kicks and my claps but then I realized my mentor told me he was like you cannot produce and and click you have to play the keys so now I switched to Logic and I'm like FL Studio is cool if you want to be like an internet producer if you want to click around make some shit that's cool mm-hmm. Ableton. I fucking hate Ableton, bro. Ableton is so ass. Like, I mean, I mean it from the deepest parts of my heart. Like, I feel like Ableton just looks so Android mm. that it's not this even. This is Android. This is Apple. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. Like for real, uh-huh. Android. Like Ableton is like I, I had a producing class in school and we were using oh, Ableton. Shit, I'd That's... be like fucking Ableton, bro. And then, uh, as for like, I know. Uh, Pro Tools isn't really a producing doll, it's more like an engineering doll, yeah, yeah. but Pro Tools is fire. I fuck with Pro Tools. That's yeah, like the Pro industry. Yeah, being. industry standard. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then like and then like Sandbox and all the Serato, all them all other, yeah, yeah, they're cool or whatever. Obviously. They do their job. I feel like the main ones is really like Pro Tools for fucking engineering, like you said. Mm-hmm. And then, shit. I fuck with Logic. You fuck with Logic. Logic's I feel like tough. we're biased though, but yeah. <laughs> it's good. I'm an Apple kid, bro. Like I, Apple Ecoverse, Apple everything. Apple everything, bro. Like, when I draw or paint, my iPad, my iPad. text, iPhone. Because mm-hmm. it could just airdrop, exactly. bro. Exactly. Like, there's no reason. Like the easiest thing ever, bro. Just airdrop and then fucking mm-hmm. just having everything linked up, bro. It's hella nice. I don't think I could ever go to Android, <laughs> I can't, bro. bro. I can't. <laughs> oh, God. To death to me. So you from uh, what's it called? You said you down from down south. So yeah, who's your who you got for like your teams? My team, what do you mean? Like uh, you got football teams, baseball. Oh teams, yeah, like, bro, we got the um, got? Miami Marlins. That's a baseball team. We got the Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah. No, I'm saying like, do you rock with them or what, what's your oh, do I rock team? With yeah, them? what's your hope? Ta- like, what's your team? Like technically, I'm from Tampa. Uh-huh. Technically, but I'm a Miami Dolphins fan Dolphins all the way fan. through. I'm, Shit, they're cooking right now. Yeah, they're like we're five and one. I'm saying, yeah, like we're doing good, <laughs> and know. we beat Bron- we, we we beat the Broncos hella good too. So. Bro, that shit was sad. 20. That shit was sad. That's like a Madden game. I'm I like, really. <laughs> I was some shit. Seventies what I scored like playing Madden. Uh, so yeah, I like the Tampa Bay Rays. They're cool, you know. But I never really got into baseball like that. I used to play when I was younger, but I didn't really get into that. But mm-hmm. I'm most definitely a Miami Dolphins fan. Mm-hmm. I'm not an Orlando Magic. I am not a uh, <laughs> Miami Heat fan. I'm a Charlotte fan. If anything. Charlotte for it. I like Lon- uh, Lamelo. Lamelo, so. yeah. But like for college ball. I'm a Gator. I'm a, I'm a Gators fan yeah, for, for sure. Gator. Oh God. Whew. No, that's filthy as fuck. I feel like, man, Florida, Florida's filthy, bro. Mm-hmm. I feel like if, like I already told you earlier, but if I ever go out there, I'm gonna hit you <laughs> up. But you got. Thing is, once you're 21, then it'll be green. Cause yeah. I feel like the only problem is I might not be able to get Cuddy's into places that aren't mm-hmm. you know, 21 type shit. Right. So. 
dope as fuck. I mean, shit. Florida. I Washington, now that's a, a complete opposite, bro. Yeah. So what was your, like, wait, so when did you move up here? Uh, sixth grade. Sixth grade. So did you have any culture shock or anything when you are like, like uh, the weather or anything? I think I was too young to really notice it back then, but mm-hmm. now... I got, there's metro all throughout Seattle. Yeah. Like, metro goes everywhere. Where I'm mm-hmm. from, there's no metro at all. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, dirt roads, random roads, mm-hmm. like, highways and shit. There's not really a metro system. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I think the lack of culture, like, not lack of culture, but there's more Indians and more, like, uh, uh, Asian people out, out here than, than, like, Florida. Like, there's a lot of mm-hmm. Hispanics, blacks, whites, like, mm-hmm. that type of thing. But other than that, not really. I think I was too young to really care. Gotcha, gotcha. Notice. Yeah. That's it, though. I mean... That's I feel like moving around as a kid is like you don't really notice it until you get older like mm-hmm. like you said you know sometimes it's just like cause fuck when I used to live out here cause I used to live in Hawaii for a little bit mm-hmm. like probably moved around the same time I'm, I moved back here like sixth grade type shit mm-hmm. but no, I just remember when I first got over there I was like damn there's like no white people over there <laughs> like real deal in Hawaii and then I come back and then it's like there's low key a good amount of like I feel like at, at least Washington's like mm-hmm. pretty diverse for the most part, like you're saying. Yeah, and I don't even like. It's not that I don't like white people per se, but like you know, I'm half white, I'm, I'm half uh-huh. Latino, so. Uh-huh. But I definitely identify with my Hispanic side more for sure. sure. And so, growing up, what sports did you did you do? Any sports or anything? I did baseball. I did baseball for I think like two or three years, mm-hmm. and I did soccer for like a day. I quit that shit after a day. <laughs> what made you quit it? I was like three years old. I think I, I didn't know how to play. I cried on the field type shit. Oh, and I, I quit after a day. It was mm-hmm. it was donezos. So what you um, so you said you were always always like tapped in with like the art and shit. Mm-hmm. All that. So as of recently have you been working on any like physical work or is it just a lot of stuff on the ipad digital i mean when i was younger i used to draw like pencil and hand markers and stuff mm-hmm. but now it's like i'm not saying old like old-fashioned art is bad but i'm always working online from computers to mm-hmm. ipads to whatever it is so there's like there's not really a need for me to draw pencil paper when i can just draw on the ipad so yeah i heard you, heard you. and let's just talk about the creative process because i'm pretty sure you're you're familiar with it because mm-hmm. you got so many different like art forms right yeah so which one you want to go for through first you want to do like we can do art first it's art first let's it, do art it's my first love so. so yeah what's your what's the procedure like nowadays when it comes to art man <clears> like <throat> i can tell like when i was younger like when i was like third or fourth grade i started drawing again it was mainly like cartoons, mm. movies, action. It's like more like that type of kid type art. Like I was just drawing like cartoons, cartoons Batman yeah, yeah. and shit. Um, and then as I got older, like now I'm in. I'm heavy into abstract. Like I'm a really like big abstract artist, but not like that stupid shit you see people painting. Like the lines and that's it. Not that stupid shit. When I, when I make art, when I make abstract. It's more of like symbolism. Like you'll see. You'll see like a car going through outer space, but on the car you'll see my name, and then then you'll see like a line going through. Like it's like some crazy. I layer type shit so not and I use like a lot of color I'm very I'm very colorful when it comes to my art like neons pinks blues and greens it's like now what I'll do I'll just like put my headphones on listen to some music and then just let my brush go like I don't even think I just kind of draw whatever comes to mind mm-hmm. and it ends up being fire like Sorry. that's it I mean shit you gotta trust the gut you just let you know you put on the headphones just, just start drawing just start drawing is it okay yeah. and then so what about producing is there like a parallel that you can see producing like Definitely, I look at it like Avatar Aang, right? So <laughs> it's like Airbender type yeah, shit. Yeah, okay. Airbender type shit. Because okay. you know Aang, his first ability was Airbending, right? So uh-huh. he knew how to do it. And my first ability was art. I knew oh, how okay. to do it. Mm-hmm. And then his when he learned second was uh, water. I look at my water like my writing. Like mm-hmm. it's another thing that kind of came easy to me, mm-hmm. but I had to work towards it. Mm-hmm. And then Aang's third ability was fire. Mm-hmm. I think my fire was uh, the camera, like the photography, because mm-hmm. I didn't know about the aperture, f-stop. I didn't know about any of that stuff, mm-hmm. so I had to learn. But if you look at the cartoon, Aang had a hard time with earthbending. Like he couldn't do it because mm-hmm. it's a mental game. Mm-hmm. So producing for me is my is my earth. Like. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I've came so far, but mm. when I was starting out, I, I could barely touch the keys. Like, I mm. couldn't count claps. I couldn't mm-hmm. do kicks. So, with producing, I look at it as, like, my earthbending. It's it's hard, but I really just try to lock in, think of something or someone that I like a lot that brings me inspiration, mm-hmm. and then I just try to get to work. Gotcha. And so, when it comes to producing, like, mm-hmm. what would you say, 
is a tip that you could give to somebody that's trying to get into producing? Because you said in the beginning it was hard for you. Yeah. So, and, like, shit, couldn't even count the beats type shit. But now, yeah. now you're at a place where you could probably, you know, you make some beats. It's like, shit, so you got to really train your ear and have some rhythm. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of people... I would say, like, they don't have a lot of rhythm because they don't listen to a lot of music. What I had to do, I'm still building my rhythm, but I had mm-hmm. to listen to, like, like K-pop, jazz, mm-hmm. Afro. I listened to a lot of different genres to, mm-hmm. like, feel how the beat is made, look mm-hmm. how, like, it was crafted. And, like, just, no, it takes time. Like, just like anything, you're going to want to practice. Practice, mm-hmm. practice, practice. Practicing makes perfect. So if you're not mm-hmm. practicing on something, you're not going to get at it. Mm-hmm. So, and producing is one of those things that takes a lot of technical skill, a lot of, like, mental skill. So just practice a lot. No, that's facts. I feel like it just comes down to, like, getting the reps in, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the more reps you... This is just, like, basketball or anything. Like, anything in life, honestly. Basketball, drawing. Mm. She won't get better at drawing, keep on drawing. You won't exactly. get better at beats. You got to keep on... You know, you got to put that time yeah, in because... exactly. Shit, you can't... You can't be shooting no half-court shots if you never took a shot before, bro. Exactly. It's like, you know? Mm. But, uh, <clears throat> Aside from producing... What you do for fun, bro? Like, what you do to kick it? I don't kick it, bro. I don't kick it. I don't kick it. I don't go to high school parties. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't... I never found any fascination Mm -hmm. of, like, just being reckless. Mm -hmm. Like, it wasn't in... It was never in my plan. It's not going to be. Like, I see a lot of kids do want to smoke. They want to go to parties. That's cool. I mean, you do you. Mm -hmm. Like, everyone has the the thing. But, like, my thing is just creating, like... Mm -hmm. You can ask anyone. I don't play video games. I don't go out to the park. I don't hang out with nobody. I'm either in the studio mm-hmm. or I'm asleep type mm-hmm. shit. Like, I'm always in the studio. Because mm-hmm. my school has a studio. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's open from on Tuesday to Thursday. It's open to 8, 8 p.m. And then on Fridays and Saturdays, it's open to 12 a.m. So I'm in that bitch every single day fun. working. Because there's no, there's no reason for me to be slacking because... I could be thinking like basketball. You can be dribbling the ball, right? Mm-hmm. And you can be dribbling the ball and think like you're doing shit. But there's someone out there shooting 10,000 shots a day. Ten, mm-hmm. like, your little work does not compare to someone like doing major shit. So like, mm-hmm. I look at it like that. Like, I, what does it mean touching the key, playing the clap? Well, I, there's someone out there making like 40 beats in a, in a month type mm-hmm. shit. Like, I need to be working harder. So mm-hmm. there's, I, can, I can slack when I'm, when I'm younger, right? when I'm older. Mm-hmm. I know everyone says, oh, when you're like 20 years old, no one's going to be like, when you're like 30, 40, no one's going to be partying no more. They might not be partying, but the people I'm around who will bring me success and will further my development, mm-hmm. they're gonna be partying. And they're, they're not gonna be partying and like doing drugs, smoking, going to parties. They're gonna be partying on just like with their wealth, right? Mm-hmm. I'd rather do that than be reckless for my money. You feel me? Yeah. And not have nothing and just be exactly type shit. Yeah. No, I heard you. <clears throat> now you're real deal. I feel like <clears throat> you're way more mature than all these other goodies that I say that are 15 years old. Cause <clears throat> shit, when I was 15, I, I don't think I even knew what I wanted to do type shit, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Like, that was like a sophomore year. I was probably still thinking about shit, just getting Bitches. out of school. <laughs> not even, not, mm, <laughs> high school, I don't even remember what I was, what I was doing, because that was, what is it, 2023? Yeah. yeah, I was a sophomore, like 2017. Yeah, 2017. So, fuck. Yeah. It's been a minute, I feel like. So what's the, um, how you deal with, so you said cutties don't know, like, what you be doing at school? Mm-hmm. Like, fully, like, what you be doing? No, like, they know, like, I'm tapped in, but they don't know yeah. what I'm doing type. They don't know who I worked with type shit. Got you. And then, so what's the point? You just you want to keep that a secret? Keep it on the low? It's not that I keep it a secret. It's like, I just, I got haters, man. I got so many haters. At school? At school, bro. Yeah. I got, like, that's the thing. People, like, I know the saying, like, you don't have haters, you haven't made it. But I haven't even made it yet. Mm-hmm. Like, I let people on my dick doing jumping jacks, bro. Like, it's some shit. I walked through the halls. Mm-hmm. Oh, a boogie don't remember you. Oh, Key Glock don't know you. You're not this, you're not that. I walked through the halls, bro. I'm just like, what that is, that's, that's where you uh, shoot a Beats commercial and be like, put your <laughs> headphones and be like, man, I don't none of this shit, man. <laughs> yeah, because like, everyone be hating on me, man. I, I think I had like, I want to say like four, maybe three solid people. And like, three of those people are adults. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, my mentor for sure. There's mm-hmm. one person who I, who motivates me. I'm not finna say her name or anything, mm-hmm. but like, you know, Miss L, she know she knows who she is. Yeah. But like everyone, maybe hating, bro. So I just it's, it's like I wanna tell people what I do, but I don't wanna come it off as cocky. And mm-hmm. I don't wanna just like, I'm just tired of the hate, man. No, like, yeah. Hey, I mean, just know this. A lot of kitties that be I feel like that. Just know this. No kitty that's better than you would ever hate on the person below. 
type shit. Mm-hmm. So these cuties that are, I feel like these cuties are in the halls saying some shit, hating on you and shit. You got to yeah. think about it. You're doing some filthier shit than them. Because why else would they be talking about you, bro? Exactly. Like, think about it. You're living in their head rent-free, bro. <laughs> I know. Like, <laughs> they're, good. they're like, damn, bro. Could he really just got to show with a boogie and key glock bro man he said what am i doing my life yeah. like, think about it, bro. So. it was crazy too because the a boogie show like the day after i went to school mm-hmm. it's like how do you rock this like, a, a stage with eight thousand people mm-hmm. and the next day you're sitting in that class talking about geometry and oh, shit. God. it's like how did those two compare no that's facts that, i bet that experience itself doesn't even does not even compare to anything else we nah. talk about, bro. that's that's some shit bro so how do you, uh, I don't know, I'm trying to think. Because, so the cutties at school be, be on time like that, bro. They just be hating, man. Fuck, bro. That's ass, bro. <laughs> Fuck. Them cutties, like, bro. I'm still trying to think like that. I feel like if you were in school and you're doing, someone was doing some shit like mm. you, that you were doing, it'd be filthy, bro. Like, if I was in school, I'd be like, oh, shit, that's filthy as fuck, bro. You yeah. know? I don't know why Cuddy's gonna hate all the time, bro. I think it's like, it's not even an envious thing, but like what I notice is a lot of people mm-hmm. who aren't hating, they're wanting to be my friends because of the success I had. Mm-hmm. And it makes no sense because, yeah, I'm 15 <clears throat> doing all these things and that's cool, but like yeah. I haven't even made it yet. Mm-hmm. I'm not even producing for the artists I wanna produce. I'm not rocking backstage in these studios with the artists I wanna be doing mm-hmm. it with. So it's like, yeah, a Boogie, who's one of my dream people that I really wanna work with, but mm-hmm. like, I just, I'm not even scratched the surface of where I'm going to be or what I want to do yet. Mm-hmm. And what I've noticed, like, I feel like the people who don't think I know this, I do notice. Like, there's, like, I want to say two or three kids who I know are only rocking with me because of what I've been doing. I don't say anything I'm watching it play out. Like, mm-hmm. they've already shown the true cards a little bit, but mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm letting it play out. And once I really start getting the success that I, I want for myself, mm-hmm. that's when I'm going to notice it. Because I, I, if it, even if it's not hate, I'll be in class, I'll walk mm-hmm. through the halls, they'll be like, yo, Drew, get me backstage, yo, Drew, let me go to the studio, yo, mm-hmm. Drew, let me do this, let me do that. It's like, I got I got two two or three major shows coming up. I don't want to speak on it just yet, but mm-hmm. I got two or three at Client Pledge and one with Theater. Mm-hmm. And they're all like, yo, let me get backstage, oh, you got me, you got me. Mm-hmm. Or they'll be like, hey, yo, Drew, let me hold $400. Oh, hey, hey Drew, let me hold a band. It's bro. like, <laughs> like I, I, I know you got it, bro. Let, let, let me let me hold. I'm like, bro, like, stop. Like, because no I got it doesn't mean you could get it. So I worked hard for the position I'm at, mm-hmm. and it's like, it's what I mean, it's whatever. So whoever behave, whoever's like doing all this, the dark. What are you doing? The dark's gonna come to light. So mm-hmm. I'm not chipping. You know, I'm, I'm gonna let it play out. And the people that God don't want in my life, he gonna take out. So I'm yeah. not even chipping. It's facts. It's all in God's timing. Shit. Mm-hmm. Never know. But shoot. So on this podcast though, specifically, I try to do I try to make this kind of like a time capsule. So like say mm-hmm. shit. Two years down the line, five years from the line, you could listen to this and be like, oh shit, like that's the shit I was on. So right now, say for twenty twenty four, what's a goal for yourself? Um, let's say for your business. Mm-hmm. Um personal goal that you got for yourself whether it be art or like you know mm-hmm. some shit that you yeah. got for yourself right for sure um honestly like physically mentally however you want to do it just whatever goals that you got just so listen to it a year from now be like oh shit did i achieve that mm-hmm. oh maybe not oh oh you know you kind of just use it like a guideline uh so you're talking to yourself in the future right now bro man <laughs> for my business for ancient star media i just want to i want to shoot for all these big artists i want to be in the, in the studios doing these behind the scenes vlogs mm-hmm. i want to be doing main documentaries i want to be rocking the stage of like twenty thousand people like a climate pledge like, mm-hmm. that's like 27 people i think twenty seven thousand. yeah so i want to rock that stage which i might be in december if, if my, my connects fall through mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, I, I kind of want to take my business a further step and just working with these high-end artists. And I want I want my work to show for itself. Yeah. I want you to look at my page like, oh, shit, he's 16 doing this, man. I'm 25. What am I doing with my shit? Mm-hmm. Like, my, like, I, don't, I don't want our shit to compare in a good way. Right? Mm-hmm. I, I want my shit to be so far ahead of the game that no one else can see me coming type mm-hmm. shit. Like, oh, you did that? I have been did that. Yeah, okay. oh, said, oh, I already did that three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm in one theater, full circle moment. I've been here before type mm-hmm. shit. So that's that's the thing. I, that's, that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. For myself, man, I just want to focus on school, too. Like, gotcha. I'm not like, my grades, they're cool. But, like, it's, again, how can you focus in school? And, like, you were, again, you were, like, yesterday, you were with A Boogie. Mm-hmm. Like, how can, 
what does Mr. Windows know about geometry? Like, oh, like, like what is what is <laughs> the point? Like no music, bro. Yeah, you don't know what I be doing, bro. Oh, Student by day, like villain by night. Like, oh, it's like I I, I want to get my grades in order too, cause I, I, my mom's proud of me, but she definitely wants me to have good grades just in case. Mm -hmm. Cause like, yeah, school isn't everything, but it's a big thing. You know, feel me? Especially with like diplomas and universities yeah, and yeah. shit. It's a big thing. So. Yeah. I just want to graduate and you know get that shit going. Mm -hmm. uh, that's that's kind of it, man. I just want to work and live my life for real gotcha. and build my relationship with God. So I think those are good goals, though. I mean, mm -hmm. shit. What is it? October nineteenth, twenty twenty four. You listen to this, maybe, and you'd be like, "Hey, should I hit that or what?" Yeah, exactly. Nah, that's as fuck. And then, so you said you also want to talk about just you know some people that you want to produce about. Or produce with. So yeah. Like, you, know, um, you know, I'm from Florida, so I definitely a lot of the heads from Florida. I want to produce for, like, Rod Wave. He's on my top list right now. Like, I really fuck with Rod. Uh, Melly. I want to produce for Melly, too. That Mexican OT, he's from Texas. He, he's definitely killing shit right now. Mm -hmm. And Lil Toozy, that's not artist from Texas. Mm -hmm. Like, those four artists in, in Pacific, like, Rod, Melly, OT, and Toozy, those are definitely the artists I want to work with. That'd be hard as fuck. Yeah, because they're, they're so fine. Like, Rod Wave would bring, like, an emotional side. That's, mm -hmm. like, that's one genre. Mm -hmm. And then OT... And uh, Tuesday, they'll be like a more like a trap Texas genre, mm -hmm. and, and then Melly will be like a more melodic. So it's like it's different genres that mm -hmm. I can express myself and experiment and make a new beat for it. So well, that shit would be filthy just being able to, like you said, work with different artists, mm -hmm. get in a different bag, be like, okay, today we gotta be more on the melodic side. Yeah. Right, now we gotta be focusing on the drums and, you know, on the trap shit and all that. Yeah, exactly. That's what and then so <clears throat> alongside the producing and all that. Mm -hmm. What do you think, like, keeps you going on a day-to-day -day basis? Like, you did say that, you know, you, you put your trust in God and mm -hmm. stuff like that, but... I think it's, pushing. like, just, like, the idea of creating. Like, when someone has so much talent, they can create a world. They can create this. Like, it's, like, the fact that I have the power to just create whatever I want to and mm -hmm. make reality my own, mm -hmm. that's, that's just, that's a feeling that no one can really comprehend unless you're doing it. Like... That's when I'm writing my novels. Like I got like five books I'm writing. That's three hundred page each book. So that's mm -hmm. like what, like eight, some thousand pages. I don't know. Yeah, damn. But I got five novels I'm writing, three hundred pages each. And it's like I'm crafting the world. Like I, like I'm shaping the world like clay in my hands. And it's mm -hmm. like, what other job can you do that and make hella money off of? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. or like when it comes to art, I can, when I'm painting, I'm just painting shit. Like and it, it turns out so fire. But like I created a whole entire world that you're interpreting. Like. One person could be like, oh, it's a dog, it's a car, it's a, it's a cat. Like, my art can be interpreted in so many ways, and that's, that's what I want. I want, you to, I want you to think. When you see what I'm making, I want you to be like, oh, shit, what is that? Mm -hmm. like, I want you to really think about what I'm doing. And, like, when it comes to, like, my creativity, for sure, mm -hmm. I would say, like, Matt Groney. Like, he's a creator of Futurama, like, The Simpsons and shit. Mm -hmm. I remember I was, like, two, three years old. Me and my dad, we would watch that show at, like, 12 in the morning. Mm -hmm. And he was like, you can go to sleep later. And we watched this show, and it, that's what really, I, I would say, like, well, woke me creatively because mm -hmm. yeah I was mad young but I was watching the show seeing like aliens planets guns like I was seeing all this creative shit mm -hmm. in like a cartoon form so I think that's what really also woke my creativity mm -hmm. got you got you and then so let's just talk about um, your come up story or just like you know I feel like there's a lot of behind the scenes that cutties don't see mm -hmm. when it comes to like you said like even this story of just you watching TV and taking inspiration from that yeah so what are some things Specifically, let's say stick on the art side. Mm -hmm. Like, other than, you know, seeing Futurama, The Simpsons, and all that, mm -hmm. like, what were some things that inspired you? I think a lot of people, they don't understand that inspiration is not going to come like that. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to work for it. You're going to have to, like, find it in places and seek it. Because, yeah, you can wish all day long, like, okay, I want to do this. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have the inspiration, the mindset to do it, you have to so search for it. So, like, things that inspire me, I just like where I came from. Like I, like I always like like my my background, especially. I'm from like, this sticks redneck city, Tampa town in Florida, mm -hmm. and like it's, no one knows it. Spring Hill, Florida. And, like you think about it, where is it? Spring Hill, Florida. Where the fuck is it? That Tallahassee, Miami. Like where the fuck is that? So it's like I'd be thinking like, damn, man. Like who else came from like Pasco County, Spring Hill, Florida? And who came from there? So I'd be thinking like, that's what, that's my inspiration because. Not only am I making a making a name for myself, but I'm inspiring the next generation. Yeah, I'm I'm only 15, but who, you don't know who's next to come where I'm from. Like you don't know whether kid is sitting in third grade right now in Tampa. It's mm -hmm. like, damn, what am I, what am I doing? A lot of shapes mm -hmm. and shit. Like mm -hmm. you don't know. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's like where I came from. That inspires me a lot. 
you know, my, my girl, she inspires me too. Like that's that's a big thing mm-hmm. in God. Like God, I can say like proud, like God and my girl, like those, those are the two people who inspire me the most because mm-hmm. I know like people can say, oh, that's your girl for like this amount of time. Like not, you guys are not going to be together forever, but I have my fair share of crazy ass girls. So I know this one's the one, you feel me? Yeah. I feel it in my soul. So that's fair. Yeah. Shit. Sometimes you got to go through shit talking to like, Five different bitches, yeah. table, maybe just to figure Crazy. out which one you fuck with. I know, right? <laughs> okay. At least you found a solid one. Sounds yeah. like you know. And finally, mm-hmm. shit. I mean, it comes with just like, just knowing yourself too, though. Like you mm-hmm. know what you want, and at the end of the day, you just want to be surrounded by good energy. So I mean, mm-hmm. that's good. I mean, shit, you got your faith in, mm-hmm. you know, faith in God. You got people that just surround yourself around people who fuck with you. Mm-hmm. Okay. At the end of the day, bro, shit, they'll take you hell far because they're the one that's far, gonna be yeah. pushing you. Being real with you, the days that, the days that you might be lacking, but you don't want to admit it, them cutties are gonna be quick to point it out and be like, "Hey man, come on, let's get this shit," you know? Exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah. So, <clears throat> so let's talk specifically about like producing or even on just like the music side now, because we do, you know, mo- a little mm-hmm. bit about the art. So let's talk about the music shit. So on a Let's just let's just break it down. Mm-hmm. So you say you write too, yeah. And you produce, yeah. So how do you find like the time for even both of them? That's one thing I keep struggling. I don't have time for anything. Mm-hmm. I find myself often drifting into creativity more than my score. I'm I'm be so I find like six assignments overdue right now. Cause just cause I'll be creating this shit, mm-hmm. and like so most days what my average week will look like. Of like I set goals for myself. I don't want to put stress on my shoulders and gotta do this, gotta do that, gotta do this. So what I'll do is, let's say it's like Monday through Saturday or Sunday or whatever. I'll say one day I want to draw this painting, one day I want to make this beat, one day I want to write this page. One day I, I break it down into small steps mm-hmm. because small steps and in, in, in small progress is better than no progress. Mm-hmm. So it's e- it's easier for me to like look at my week simply mm-hmm. and then just go, okay, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, I wanna get this done. If I don't, if I don't get this done that week, it's cool. Next week works, so the next mm-hmm. week. So I just keep trying to find time to not overburn myself, but also just chip away at what I need to mm-hmm. just so my future can you know build my talents, can you know be mastered. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit, that's the way to do it. I feel like, I mean... You said it best. Don't overwork yourself because I feel like a lot of people would probably face just burnout just even doing the shit you're doing. Because, mm-hmm. fuck, producer, artist, yeah. artist, you know, all yeah, this yeah, shit. Yeah, so honestly. it's like, nah, it's really all about balance. Huh, so that's good that, you know, you got your week set up. You'd be like, boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Shit, you don't got to stress about it no more. Be like, all right, next week, boom, boom. Yeah. Same shit. It's like yeah. one thing for sure, like, Maybe people find out how old I am. Like, mm-hmm. and when I do, like, oh shit, I'm like, how are you? You're hella young. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, when people are so surprised about what I do at my age, I don't know what else to say. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I just be working. Like, I can't. They're like, oh, you're hella young, you're doing this. I'm like, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm so nonchalant about it because, like, what do you want me to say? Like, I mean, yeah. I, just, I just be working. Like, I can't help that. Nah, yeah, this I'm drive good. is inside of me. You feel mm-hmm. me? And I feel like a lot of people that say that, they might, it's just like, a lot of people I feel like that were surrounded by, at least, like, in the industry that we're in, it's like, a lot of them are at least... I say at least older, maybe at the youngest, I feel like 19, maybe. For sure. But you're like the younger, the, the younger cutties. Yeah, you know exactly. Saying? And I, I be seeing producers like 15 getting placements. I'm like, yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. There should be more of us, not not like less of us. You feel me? Like, I, I be looking like, yeah, 19, that's still pretty young. But 15, you're mm-hmm. a sophomore in high school. Mm-hmm. Start working, bro. Like. I be seeing, I, I can't want it more than you, but I be seeing people around me and they're like, they're not doing shit. Like, bro, do shit. Like, build your future. Mm-hmm. But I, I kind of realize, like, not everyone can do what I do. Not everyone is posted what I do. So mm-hmm. that, that's also another thing when it comes back to hate. Like, everyone be hating on me and saying, like, oh, this, I'm, how come you're doing this? You're doing this. Bro, you have the ability to do it. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't have the same equipment I do, you can still learn about it. You can still get a better mental game mm-hmm. than me. So it's like, I feel like there's no excuse for people slacking because you you can do it. Mm-hmm. You may not have the equipment I do, but you can still, you know, find some ways to learn about it. And, and knowledge is, is, is power. Mm-hmm. If you you can not touch a brush all day long or not ever know how to paint, but if you know the techniques, if you know the shading styles, mm-hmm. you'll be good. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, Or like if you never have touched the keys before, but you know where they're supposed to go, mm-hmm. you can do it. 
mm-hmm. or like as long as you know then you can do it you feel yeah. me so I feel like there's no room for slacking mm-hmm. I think that shit I feel like Cuddy's better replay that twice cause I feel like he, I know a lot of people that be making excuses for everything they be like man I don't got this I don't got that man like they don't mm. Cuddy's probably was probably just started off with Crayola and shit and then now <laughs> Cuddy's drawing like some filthy shit you never know yeah, bro. Like, I, I, when I was younger I was like second grade my mom would give me some money for food for the week like food for lunches for school mm-hmm. I said fuck that I, I, I walked into the store mm-hmm. I bought like a 64 pack of crayons I spent all my money for lunch uh-huh. but it was good cause I was, uh-huh. I was drawing and shit mm-hmm. so yeah and like again too it's just like my, how, how far I've came like after the A Boogie event is the day I got signed like there's this independent label LLE Entertainment they even gave me the chain hold up they, they gave me the LLE chain uh-huh. they signed me to the label as a visuals and like media person so mm-hmm. I was really blessed for that opportunity mm-hmm. they paid for me a new camera mm-hmm. Logic Pro X my keyboard they, they blessed me for everything so yeah. I'm very thankful for 250 The Gift and LLE Entertainment so mm-hmm. yeah no, it's dope as fuck I mean shit like, the, like you said all these small steps amount to like even mm-hmm. being in the position you're at now so just gotta keep on grinding, keep on hustling, and shit. Five years from now, shit, main stage everywhere, you know. Mm-hmm. And like that's one thing too. Like, <clears throat> I wanted to tell everyone, like, oh yeah, I'm signed to the label. I'm signed. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Like at the same time, I can't just go up to someone like, hey, you kidding? I'm doing this. You feel mm-hmm. me? Because like it's it's a balance between wanting people to know what I'm doing mm-hmm. and then having to hate. Because like, I wouldn't say I'm bad with hate or anything, but, like, it's definitely, a, 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 like, a big thing. Like, in my school, everyone's hating. Like, everyone is hating on everyone. It's, like, there's no sense of support. Even for the teachers, man, there's, like, there's no sense of support within the school itself, so. Mm-hmm. Shit, I haven't been in school for so long, so I don't even know what the dynamic is nowadays. Because, mm-hmm. shit, when I was going to school, it was still before COVID. Mm-hmm. The year I graduated is after COVID or in Texas, so I don't even know how school is actually, like, it's all cutties that are hating us. Yeah, everyone hates on everyone at that point. Actually, I guess that's like that's what high school be like. Honestly, though, everybody, fuck, I feel like in high school, like a lot of those kids or a lot of everybody is just mm-hmm. like all insecure and shit. And it's like everyone who's supposed to know me knows me. Everyone mm-hmm. who doesn't know me doesn't know me. But like the people that like I want them like, hey, I got motion, bro. Mm-hmm. They know, <laughs> and they're hating, but they know. That's like funny, I lowkey feed off. Like I hate the hate, but I feed off the hate. Like mm-hmm. you can hate on me all day long, but were you with a boogie? Were you with Kick Lock? Were you with Currency? Like mm-hmm. were you with these artists? No, you mm-hmm. weren't. So I, like I use oftentimes the hate is a drive, but it's also like a demotivator because like damn. Cause when I'm mad at myself, I think about the hate. Mm-hmm. It's like I can't do that, cause then I'm just dragging myself down. Mm-hmm. You know, EMS, elevated mindset. Like mm-hmm. I can't be doing that. You feel me? Yeah, you can't. Even it's funny you bring that up. <laughs> it's because it's like, bro, you gotta have the way that I created that. Or the reason why it was just because it's like you gotta think about it. A lot of people, cause I'm I'm big on energy, so I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of people like there's certain people that they just not not on that time, bro. Like they're not even worth even speaking to sometimes just because it's like Cuddy's be just stupid bro like why even give in to somebody that's even not on the same level as you when it comes to just you know all that shit yeah I feel you for sure like it's it's to a point where it's like you know what I'm gonna do me you can do you Mm -hmm. type of shit because I can't you are who you hang around with and if I'm hanging around people who are slacking I'm a slack but if I'm hanging around these industry officials, these people mm-hmm. who are, are already know the game, who want to teach me the game, mm-hmm. that's like it's that's that's like going ticket. Mm-hmm. That's like that's another thing too. Like I love telling people I'm 15 because like then they want to help me more, mm-hmm. right? If I was like a 27 year old photographer, like hey yeah man, I'm trying to shoot for your show. I'm 27. Mm-hmm. Like what the fuck? Fuck you, bro. Get out of here. <laughs> and I'm 15, youngest mm-hmm. in the city. Mm-hmm. Let's work. Oh shit, bro! I can mentor you. I can I can help you grow. Mm-hmm. So like everyone, I love telling people how old I am because then like then they want to help me more, mm-hmm. and it benefits me. Mm-hmm. And like I remember like I don't really do free work every now and then, but when I was coming up, I did. And I'm glad I did mm-hmm. because if I was charging Ill Chris for 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 uh, the the Kila show, I, he would not talk to me again. <laughs> like because it's like people don't want to be people like oftentimes people want to help you more than they than, than they want to pay you. You mm-hmm. feel me? And it's cool because I rather you, I I rather charge you nothing and you help me and get me further, mm-hmm. and then I charge you and I'm at the same position. Mm-hmm. Like I remember, like, uh, uh, Yellow and outside looking this show, they mm-hmm. didn't pay me, but I met Il Chris again. Mm-hmm. 
you know, it'll Kristen and pay me, mm-hmm. but I'm my manager again, mm-hmm. right? You feel me? So then it's like every single time I've been it's helped, just it's just a different set. I'm boosting higher and higher and higher. Mm-hmm. And I was helping Chris too. Like I was getting him his shows, his vlogs. Mm-hmm. I was helping him too. And that's one thing that like I can't, people can call it glazing, dick riding, whatever. I'm so thankful for OG Mambo, OG Chanda, mm-hmm. OG Chris, and The Gift, man. Like those are the four people who helped me a lot. The gift, he's a he's an awesome producer. Like he's crazy. He's from Tacoma. He's crazy talented. Mm-hmm. He's cool. Ill Chris. Everyone knows Ill Chris. Ill Chris is Ill Chris. Mm-hmm. He's fire. And the OG Mambo, OG Chando, those are like my artist man. It's like my artist friend and my manager type situation. It's like not my manager officially, but like he takes me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know it's the like deal. Big bro type shit. Big bro type yeah, shit. Yeah, so yeah, I'm just I'm thankful for them because if without them, I would not have the opportunities nowhere near mm-hmm. I would have right now. You feel me? So, and as a let's say as a creative, what are like what's what's a couple couple things you can give as a like tips or advice for somebody that wants to get into the creative? It's like it's not about what you know; it's about who you know. I know I said before you can know and get ahead, but at the same time, there's a balance. It's like yin and yang. You have to know who you have to know people. You have to know what you know, right? I can I can know how to work a camera all day long, but if I didn't know Ill Chris. I was not going to key lock. I, I can, I can know how the inner workings of a of a producing makes or works. Mm-hmm. But if I didn't know the right people, like the right mentors, they would never taught me this. So mm-hmm. it's a good balance between what you know and who you know. Because if you, even if you look in the industry, like uh, major artists who have who have kids, mm-hmm. their dad knows the industry, so they're, yeah. they're like nepotism type shit. Like they're gonna get further because of who they know, not mm-hmm. what they know. So I think it, 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 it's a good balance between knowledge and skill. So, yeah. Shit, that's some good advice right there. Yeah, <laughs> shit, yeah. <clears throat> but shoot, I think, honestly, I think that's pretty much all. Yeah, I think so too. Shit, but shit, don't worry your Instagram, TikTok, uh, all, all the ads and everything yeah. that you need them to be looking at, websites and everything. At 12 Star Drew on Instagram, that's my, that's my producer page, and then at underscore Ancient Star, that's my media page. So, you know, that's all I got. All right, that's good. Well, shit, make sure you guys tap in with them. Shit, we've, I know I haven't been posting a hell of a podcast, but I do got another podcast on the way next week. So, shit, make sure you guys stay tuned. If you guys need an interview or anything, make sure you guys tap in. Catch you guys, though. Peace. Yes, sir. Yeah.